Welcome, friends, to the Know the News podcast. My name is Rusty Turner. I'm the editor of the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette, and this weekly podcast is brought to you by the newsroom of the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette. Today, we're going to talk about an ambitious project to extend a biking trail 500 miles from Jefferson City, Missouri, all the way through Northwest Arkansas down to Fort Smith that parallels the famous and historic Butterfield Coach Road. And uh, we've got a great story coming about that in this weekend's editions of the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette and the River Valley Democrat Gazette. And the reporter who wrote that story is Ron Wood, and he is joining me today to tell me all about it. Hey, Ron, how are you today? I'm great. Thanks for having me on, Rushy. Oh, glad to have you, Ron. Glad to have you. So, so let's talk about this just a little bit. But before we get started, let's remind our listeners what is the Butterfield Coach Stagecoach Road or Stagecoach Trail, and why is it historically significant? Give us a little background. Well, it goes by a lot of different names depending on where you are on it. Anywhere from uh, Butterfield Trail to uh, Old Wire Road to uh, Butterfield Coach Road. Uh, it's it's a, a way that uh, in ancient times it was used by uh, Native Americans. Uh, and then as uh, white settlers came, they used those trails and uh, started using them to uh, move militaries and uh, settlers and uh, and ran uh, telegraph wires along them. And, and uh, it, the name Butterfield comes from a, a family that started a business that was an overland mail business back in the 1850s. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. Um, John Butterfield uh, had a contract with the U.S. government to uh, deliver mail from Jefferson City to uh, San Francisco. And that route uh, came through north, northwest Arkansas, went through Fort Smith, Oklahoma, Texas, uh, New Mexico, Arizona, and uh, on into California. And of course, this is pre-Civil War, so it's all stagecoaches. And so, you know, think about, think about all those... Uh, black and white westerns from the 30s and 40s and 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 stagecoach riding so uh so uh yeah, can you imagine can you imagine being riding that far in a stagecoach no <laughs> with no <laughs> suspension uh, rocks ruts yeah it, it would be awful it took about uh 20 something days almost a month wow to go to to go the whole route from uh jefferson yeah, city yeah, all the way to the entire route yeah wow so, and then along the way, there were all kinds of stations, little hotels, little inns, places where they would refresh the horses. Uh, I, I read, uh, doing a little research on this, I read there was one spot um, in northwest Arkansas where they had to, if they had, they had, they brought horses to that point, but the road really got mountainous right after that, so they had to change out the horses for mules uh, <laughs> because the mules can handle yeah, the Yeah, I believe that was through the uh, Lee, Creek, Lee Creek Valley. Yeah, right down near Fort Smith in the Lee Creek Valley. That's right. So, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so anyway, the, the plan now, though, is to, before we say that, we should say that the, these road, or this road generally still exists. It goes by different names, but pretty much there are roads that follow that path even today. Is that correct? Yeah, it's, uh, it's amazing uh, that, that those are still there, and uh, we, can, we continue to use them today. They're uh, they're paved and uh, they're some of our main roads uh, through the region. Yeah. So, uh, and and what we're what your story talks about is this effort to establish a a 
Butterfield Trail or Butterfield Coach Trail biking experience that goes from 500 miles from Jefferson City, Missouri, down to Fort Smith, uh, and and to identify the the historic locations along the way. So if somebody wants to ride the whole thing, they can they can kind of experience what the what the settlers or something uh, similar to what the settlers who use the uh, the trail might have experienced. Is that right? Yeah, in a lot of areas, especially the rural areas, uh, it, it's, it really hasn't changed that much. I mean, there might be some pavement on a road or whatever, but uh, it, it, uh, so much of it is rural. Uh, a lot of it's on uh, dirt roads, gravel roads. Uh, some of it's on pavement. Some of it uh, will be on, uh, on bike paths that are existing, like the Greenway and uh, things like that. So it will incorporate parts of the Razorback Greenway and other established trails that are already out there. Yeah, in uh, in Springdale, Fayetteville, um, they deemed uh, Highway 265, where the route originally went, was deemed to be uh, not safe enough because uh, it doesn't have bike lanes. So instead, they'll people will jump over on the Greenway, go through Fayetteville, then get back on uh, in South Fayetteville, get back on the original trail. And probably the same thing in Fort Smith along, uh, rather than going down Midland that Boulevard, they will uh, kick over to the uh, Riverfront Trail. And uh, that that takes you to the uh, Fort Smith uh, National Historical Historic Site. Yeah, yeah, that, that's right, right near the river. So uh, uh, yeah. down in Fort Smith, yeah. So. Ron, who are the organizations that are that are they're implementing this? Well, how is what's the process to get this established and, and started? It all started up in Missouri with the uh, Missouri Bicycle and Pedestrian Federation. And they uh, they got the uh, first 250 miles uh, between Jefferson City and Springfield done. They're working on the portion between Springfield and the Arkansas state line. Some of our planning commissions in both here and in the River, River Valley decided they liked the idea too, and they decided to jump on board, and uh, they're shepherding it through in uh, Arkansas. Okay. And, uh, and, and I know you're, one of your sources was the, was the Northwest Arkansas Planning Commission, so they, they're, they're the ones who are, who are talking about incorporating the Arkansas sections into, into this, in, yes. into this experience. Um, Northwest Arkansas Regional Planning and uh, Frontier Metropolitan Planning Organization in Fort Smith are the uh, are the two in Arkansas, and that's a little bit different than Missouri. In Missouri, uh, that federation is more of a private thing, and in Arkansas, it's going to be uh, officially designated by uh, the by the uh, local uh, planning organizations and the state. Okay. All right. Now, one of the cool aspects of your story was, you know, up in Missouri, I guess they've uh, uh, previously all the stations along the way uh, the, where the horses changed or where people stopped for refreshment or where you know, the people got on and off the stagecoach, they'd all been previously marked. Uh, there, were, there were historical markers always noting those. But, but in Arkansas, there are a number of, of it's, it's not just markers and stones saying there was a station here. There's some, you know, existing structures and some amenities built up around uh, some of the more historic sites on the Butterfield Trail. Can we talk about some of those? Yeah, Fitzgerald Station in Springdale is uh, 
probably the uh, one of the most notable. It was a uh, place where they kept horses, changed horses out. Uh, you come on down, you get into Fayetteville uh, Walker Stone House um, headquarters house. Mm-hmm. Uh, Several other, uh, other buildings that are still standing were there when the stagecoaches went by. Yeah, and and uh, it does pass through the Pea Ridge Military, uh, Pea Ridge, Pea Ridge Battlefield Park, uh, as I understand it. It does. Yeah. It does. It goes through Wilson's Creek. It goes through uh, Pea Ridge. It goes very near to uh, Prairie Grove. Okay. Um, and and I should I should correct myself. Up in Missouri, I know that they've got. They have markers for all the stations, but there are a couple of stations that are still existing. I think your story mentions one that's uh, been converted into a funeral home, another one that's been converted into a private home. So, uh, yeah. so, so there's some pretty cool, uh, pretty cool historical markers along the way there too. Yeah, it's just amazing that, uh, that those uh, structures, both in Arkansas and Missouri, are, are still standing. I think that's a, a credit to someone who uh, who had the foresight to save them. Yeah. And you mentioned this earlier, but I would think that that you know, for someone who intends to bike the whole thing, and I think you and I both know some people who who might uh, might consider doing that. Even if you and I wouldn't, we know some people who would consider riding it. Uh, uh, no, I'm not going. No, I probably not either. But uh, but uh, you know, you and I both know some some avid bikers who who might uh, might want to attempt this whole thing. Uh, there really are some unspoiled, very pristine areas that would look very much the same. As, as they did 160 years ago when these stagecoaches were, were traversing this terrain. Yeah, particularly in uh, rural Missouri and uh, in uh, southwest of Fayetteville, between Fayetteville and Van Buren, the area is uh, very pristine. And uh, one of the cool things is that there are even places like at Pea Ridge, Battlefield, where uh, you can still see the wagon ruts from the, uh, from the road. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, now, I know that this is already established in Missouri, and I'm, I'm sure that Arkansas, part of the plan is for Arkansas to do the same things, but they've, there's, some, uh, there's some GPS maps that are available that will identify for a rider who's going, say, from Springfield all the way to Jefferson City, where you can find campgrounds, where you can find convenience stores, lodging, restaurants, just amenities that you might need if you were doing a multi-day, multi-day trek up and down the... Uh, uh, the, uh, yeah, the it, and it's it's uh, there's lots of lots of resources available for that. Uh, just look online, but it, it's it's designed in such a way that you can go take a day trip on it, or you can spend a week and uh, and uh, camp, go to get, get all these small towns or uh, or whatever, and uh, just spend a week looking around. Yeah. And and just very quickly, Ron, what where are we in the process? What needs to happen for for the rest of the pieces to come into place uh, for this? We're we're almost there. Um, regional planning plans to uh, approve the route uh, early December, and uh, down in uh, Crawford and Sebastian County, they, they are uh, finalizing their route and getting ready to uh, approve it as well. Uh-huh. So we're almost there. All right. And, and because this is primarily using existing roads or existing trails, there's not a lot of expense to this. I, uh, do we have any idea uh, how much it will cost or, or, or if, you know, what, kind of, what kind of costs will be involved to, to local governments for something like this? 
I, I don't think there's any uh, cost associated with any construction. Um, you know, obviously have to have signage and uh, it costs a little bit of money to uh, promote it and to uh, keep the uh, websites updated, the GPS updated. They'll have to do that. But uh, in large part, uh, it's there on the ground. Well, and I and I did notice right at the end of your story. Uh, uh, I think I think one of the uh, proponents of this was was dreaming a little bit, but he, you know, this section of it covers, uh, you know, what we're talking about today. We're talking about 500 miles between Jefferson City, Missouri, and Fort Smith. Uh, but as you mentioned, the trail goes all the way across Oklahoma, down into Texas, and across the western states and into Southern California. Um, uh, I guess there's a there's a long term dream that maybe there's going to be a uh, a biking or GPS trail all the way, uh, the entire length of the Butterfield Coach Trail. That, that is uh, the uh, ultimate goal. And uh, ironically, uh, or not ironically, but just let's start over on that one. Okay. That is the ultimate, ultimate goal. And uh, there's legislation pending in, uh, in Congress that would designate it a uh, National Heritage Trail. And if that were to happen, there would be money available to uh, to do some of that stuff. Well, it's uh, it's a really cool project and a really cool story. And uh, uh, you know, the thing about some of these locations that we've talked about, especially here in Northwest Arkansas, down in the River Valley, you don't have to be a biker to enjoy them. You can go visit Fitzgerald Station, or you can go visit the National Historic Site in Fort Smith, and 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 see the uh, see the points along this historic Butterfield Trail that. Uh, 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 you know, uh, was a vital lifeline for the folks who settled this part of the world. So, yeah, and for for folks who uh, who don't bike, um, we have included driving directions. Oh, okay. So, so you can uh, drive pretty much the the route that it it varies a little bit, but uh, you can follow it pretty precisely in yeah. a car. Yeah. Well, and you know, I uh, I frequently drive that stretch of 265 between uh, between Fayetteville and and uh, uh, Rogers, and uh, you know, I, I, intellectually, I guess I knew that was the Butterfield Coach Trail, but uh, uh, you know, you don't really realize it when you're driving up and down the the highway at 45 miles an hour. So you know, you're you're uh, yeah, you maybe I think, uh, same for me. I mean, I've lived here forever, and. Uh... I know all these places, but it just never occurred to me just how historically significant it really is. Yeah. So, Well, Ron, thanks for uh, talking a little bit about this. Your story is going to publish this weekend at the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette and the River Valley Democrat Gazette. And uh, I appreciate you coming on and talking to us about it a little bit. Thank you, sir. Have a good day. All right. Take care, Ron. We've got lots of other great content coming your way in this weekend's editions of the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette and the River Valley Democrat Gazette. Stacy Ryburn will take a look at a program in Fayetteville where unsheltered residents are paid by the hour to clean up some of the uh, homeless camps in South Fayetteville. Lorinda Jinks will tell us about some downtown merchants in Springdale who say they're unhappy with the lack of communication they get from the Downtown Springdale Alliance. The Bentonville School District has pushed back by a few years its plan to build another elementary school in town, saying that the enrollment growth is slowing down. We'll get an update from Thomas Sassente about the Sebastian County Criminal Justice Committee 
and their plans to open a sobering center in that area. We'll also get an update on about 625 households in rural Crawford County who may finally get water service to their homes. Monica Brick will tell us all about the Child Advocacy Center serving Crawford, Franklin, Logan, Scott, and Sebastian counties in the River Valley. They celebrated their one-year anniversary in their new location this week. Don't forget to check out all the coverage we'll have of the Razorbacks' homecoming football game with Liberty this weekend. And we'll get you ready for Arkansas's first men's basketball game, which happens Monday night. All of this content and more is available to our subscribers on our website at nwaonline.com and on our tablet and smartphone apps for the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette and the River Valley Democrat Gazette. If you're not a subscriber, we'd love for you to join up. You'll always be informed about the most important stories in the area. And all you have to do is call us at 479-684-5509. Again, that's 479-684-5509. Or you can also go to our website, nwaonline.com, find the subscribe button, and hit it. And that will take you to an offer that you'll be able to sign up right then. We really appreciate all of our listeners who tune in each week to the Know the News podcast. If you enjoy the Know the News podcast, we're here every, every Friday. So all you have to do is subscribe right now on your device and you'll get a notification when a new one posts. We'll be back next Friday with an all-new edition of the Know the News podcast. So until then, I'm Rusty Turner saying so long.